Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Death by Bungie, or more specifically, Talking with Bungie, the Death by Bungie podcast. This is a podcast about crossbows, about crossbow hunting. Lately, it's been a podcast about the search for a new crossbow, the search for a successor to Bungie. That's been the topic as of late on my YouTube channel, of course. It's been the topic as of late on these podcasts. And it's a good topic. It's the right time of year for that topic. We're kind of in the off season. I'm recording this podcast in late April on a Sunday morning. I have my Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee right here handy. And getting used to it, it's a different Dunkin' Donuts than I frequented thousands of times in our old hometown. We're in a new hometown. This one, the iced coffee isn't exactly the same, but... I go there sparingly, and it seems to be okay. I think things are going to work out. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm going back to Dunkin' Donuts on a regular basis, but we'll see. For right now, the topic of upgrading the crossbow is a very good topic. It's a fun topic. It's one that has been a real eye-opener for me. I've always kind of followed crossbows, new crossbow developments, exciting changes in crossbows, that sort of thing. The last couple of years, I've been looking toward upgrading, been hunting with the same crossbow for more than a decade. Can you believe that? I bought the current Bungie, the original Bungie, the OB, let's call them, (laughs) back in 2010, and have been hunting with that crossbow ever since. I could hunt with it for another decade. I am very confident about that. But penetration issues, deer jumping the string, Issues like that cause me to start looking to upgrade. So that's why we're doing that. Now, one of the fundamental questions when you start to upgrade is brand loyalty. That 2010 crossbow is an Excalibur. It's an Excalibur Axiom and really served me well. So wouldn't you go back to Excalibur? When it comes time to upgrade, just like buying a car, right? I bought a Toyota pickup truck, loved that thing. When it came time to buy a new car, I eventually bought a Toyota RAV4 at one point. I, but in between, here's an important thing. In between, I owned a Chevy Trailblazer. And I got to tell you, if anything convinces you to buy a Toyota car, it's having owned a Chevy Trailblazer. <laughs> How's that? That's kind of funny. That car was a piece of junk, that trailblazer. Anyway, that's that's a side issue. There's plenty of great Chevys. I've had Oldsmobiles over the years. I really like stuff like that. So again, we're with the brand loyalty. I think that there's an issue there. There's something to consider there. But it doesn't mean that you're you're you should be locked in, or to use the words of one friend of Bungie, married to that bow company. Would you feel like you were having a good life if you were obligated to use the same brand of one particular product the rest of your life. That's not freedom. Freedom is choosing from the best product for you, the one that suits you best, the one that gives you the most bang for your buck. That's what we're looking for here, right? The poll on YouTube that I ran about a week ago had 833 votes. I'm surprised the votes were a little bit lower. We've been averaging like 1,000, 1,400 votes on these polls. And this one was a real simple one that I thought would get more traction. For some reason, it did not. Now, maybe I didn't send it out on an email. Maybe I didn't give people notice of it on Facebook. 
could be on my end. But nonetheless, 833 votes is a pretty substantial number of votes, and we had 88 comments. The poll was about brand loyalty, and the question was, when it comes time for you to upgrade your crossbow, will you stick with the same manufacturer? Leave some comments about why or why not. That's a pretty simple, straightforward question. That's an interesting question, and it's one that even if you're not looking at upgrading now, people would have some strong feelings on it. And I think that they did because they left some great comments, and I'm going to go through those now. Incidentally, you probably have noticed by now that Genevieve is not part of this Talking with Bungie episode. Yeah, yeah, that's disappointing. She'll be back. Don't worry. She just got other things to do this morning. And I'm going to try and handle this one the best of my ability. I've had a lot of fun doing the podcast with her because she sort of gives a little break from just listening to my voice throughout the whole thing. But if it'll help a little bit, even though I don't have my co-host here, I don't have Miss Genevieve, let me run this by you just the same. Let me give you some words from a friend of Bungie, some comments that were left on the Death by Bungie website, deathbybungie.com. There is, in case you didn't know it, a voicemail feature on there where you can leave me a voicemail. You can ask questions and maybe I'll use them in podcasts or videos. Who knows? Hello. I enjoy your videos. They're quite informative. I have four Excaliburs. Look forward to continue watching to see which is going to be your new crossbow. Take care. All the best. Man, that is good iced coffee. So back to the poll and the subject at hand, the poll results were pretty interesting. The question again, when it comes time for you to upgrade your crossbow, will you stick with the same manufacturer? We're testing brand loyalty here. The responses were 32%, about a third, said yes, definitely, period. Like plain and simple, getting the same crossbow. 56% said, maybe, but I'd like to try some others first. So over half, 56% said, maybe, I'd like like to try some others first, but maybe I'd stick with the same one. 12% said, nope. (laughs) And I love that. And I put that on there. I thought this was a really fun little poll. The options were, yes, definitely, or maybe, but I'd like to try some others first, or nope. And... 12% said nope. Now, at first blush, when you look at these numbers, when you look at these responses, yes, definitely, that is 32%. That's a third of the respondents almost saying, I'm happy with this cross, but when I upgrade, it'll be the same brand. That's the folks who drive a Ford pickup truck right now. And when they upgrade, they're going to get another Ford pickup truck because the last Ford pickup truck served them well. Totally get that, right? Maybe, but I'd like to try some others first, 56%. I suspect that the folks in that category are happy with their current crossbow, their current manufacturer, but geez, keep an open mind. Maybe there's something better out there, right? That's kind of the category I'm in. And then the 12%, nope, that is the unfortunate group. And I'm glad that it's only 12%. But these are the people that are saying, look, I've had problems with my existing crossbow and I am not going to buy another one from this company. Now, it's possible that that 12% also includes folks who are shooting Cotabo 
and Kotobo just announced they went out of business. It's also possible that that NOPE category, 12%, includes people who are shooting Parker crossbows that pretty much went out of business. So they don't have the option of continuing on with the same manufacturer. That's a shame, but I don't think that that accounts for the whole 12%. I suspect that group is largely made up of folks who are shooting a crossbow that has given them fits or a crossbow whose manufacturer does not respond to emails or telephone calls and they're not getting proper customer service. I'll talk about customer service in a minute here. That's an important topic. I want to point out about this poll, there are three categories. Unlike most polls and most things in hunting, I think that there is a correct answer here. I think there is one correct answer and the other two answers are wrong. That's pretty judgmental of me to say, isn't it? It is. But I do think that that's the case. I think that there's a correct answer here. And I think there are two incorrect answers. And I didn't think that when I wrote up this fun little poll, just so you know, I wasn't setting a trap or anything like that. I wrote up this poll, posted it, and it just was like, you know, let's put this out there and see what happens. Because I, I just thought it was a neat topic. It had come up in comments frequently, recently. And I thought, let's bring this up. But let's see how people react to this. Let's see what Friends of Bungie's responses are to this. But when I look at these answers and I've thought about it and I've read the comments, I've gotten to think through my own experience of looking for a new crossbow, there's a correct answer here. And I want to tell you why that is. I think the correct answer is what most people got. And that is maybe, but I'd like to try some others first. And this is why I think that. If you say, look, I've had such great luck with blank, and we'll insert the name of your crossbow manufacturer. You're a Barnett guy. You're going to Barnett next time. You're an Excalibur guy, which I see more and more and more, and you're going to Excalibur next time. That's kind of the category I'm in. I've been with Excalibur for over a decade. Great success. Nothing to complain about that have given me everything I have asked for. Time to upgrade. Adamantly going to an Excalibur. I think that would be the wrong decision. Why do I think that if you are adamant about going to the same crossbow manufacturer, why do I think that's wrong? Why do I think that 32%, a third of the respondents got the wrong answer? And this is my opinion, right? This is just an opinion. And I'm not knocking the 32%. I totally, I, I totally get that. And I've been there, right? The reason I think that's the wrong answer is, man, why on earth, if you've, I'm going to talk from my own experience. I love my Excalibur. I love the simplicity. I love the fact that I dry fired it five times and it's still dead on accurate out to 50, 60 yards. I love the fact that it sat here in the trophy room over the winter without being touched, just moving around out of the way, right? And I took it outside, shot off my knee at 50 yards, and it was still dead on accurate. I love the fact that I can rope cock it and uncock it. I love the fact that I'm still using the same rope cocker that came with it 11 years ago. I love the fact that I've still got the same tube of Scorpion Venom Rail Lube that I bought when I bought the crossbow, and I'm still using it, and it works perfectly. I love the fact that I've taken the scope off and put a new scope on, changed the string in Maryland when I'm on the road. No problems there. 
It's easy to look at that scenario and say, then you should absolutely stick with Excalibur. Look what they've done for you. But that would be the wrong answer. And the reason for that is I'm looking to upgrade. I'm not interested today in 2021. I'm not interested in what Excalibur sold 11 years ago. I already got that. I already have that. I'm not interested in what Parker sold 11 years ago. And that's really my point. Look back 11 years, Parker was in business. Parker's gone now. Raven was not in business 11 years ago. They are now. They're top notch, right? They're one of the leaders in the market. The market has changed. The world of crossbows has changed. It's changed immensely in that period of time. Now, not everybody waits 11 years to upgrade your crossbow. I get that, or change crossbows. But nonetheless, a lot has happened during that time. And let's look at what's happened with Excalibur during that time. 11 years ago, you had to special order a crank. You had to special order one. They didn't have cranks on all their crossbows. You rope cocked them. Today, with Excalibur, you got to have a crank on all their crossbows. You can't get one without a crank. You're not going to have a very good afternoon shooting in the backyard if you don't have a crank. And I can tell you from experience, you're going to have a sour afternoon in the hunting woods, in the crossbow woods, if you forget your crank. We've been through that, right? Look back at the old videos on Death by Bungie. That has changed an awful lot. That's changed an awful lot. But I think it would be a bad decision to say that just because I've shot Excalibur all these years, I should go to Excalibur. It's true that the 2010 era Excaliburs suited me perfectly. The proof in that is that I stuck with it, that it performed for me. But now, here we are in 2021, when I look at these Excaliburs, these really, although they're still recurves, they're a different style of recurve. They have cranks. Some of them have built-in cranks. That's very nice. And let's look at the width. I've got a 36-inch wide crossbow. The reason I want to upgrade, one big reason is because last year, sitting in a tiny little shooting blind down in Maryland, I didn't have room to hunt with Bungie in that blind. It was too small a blind. Bungie was too big a crossbow to work in that blind. It could not be done. You weren't going to get it done. Size was a big reason to upgrade. In 2021, size is still an issue for the Excalibur crossbows. Now, I want to be clear. Going from 36 inches to a 25-inch crossbow like Bungie Jr., totally acceptable to me. Bungie Jr., 25 inches wide, uncocked. And that's really the only width that I care about is the uncocked width. They always advertise the, the cocked width. That doesn't do any good. At some point, I'm hoping to pull the trigger and uncock that thing, right? So I need to know what the uncocked width is. That is what's going to be important during my hunting experience. But I was able to stick that crossbow right out those tiny little window and take a shot. Was not going to get that done with Bungie, plain and simple. 25 inches is narrow enough for me. But the 25-inch micro limbs on the Excaliburs, aren't they the ones that in the modern era are having the problems with limbs? Don't you hear more about those limbs having problems than other style limbs like the matrix size limbs on the Excaliburs? 
We don't have firm numbers. It's not like Excalibur releases that information and gives us data on this. But if Facebook is any guide, and Facebook's not a very good guide, but if you look at forums and you look at Facebook, the micro limbs seem to be the ones having the problems, not the matrix size limbs. But here's the problem. In 2021, 30 inch wide limbs are too wide for me. I've held them in person. I've held that crossbow and I don't feel real happy about shooting something that's only six inches narrower than bungee. 30 inches wide is too wide for a modern crossbow. It's that simple. When there are tons of crossbows on the market that are under that 25 inches, 25 or under, I will not shoot a 30 inch wide crossbow. So that's not for me, right? I'm not saying it shouldn't be for you. It depends on your hunting style, but that's not what I'm looking for. When I say I want a narrower crossbow, I'm not talking about 30 inches. I'm talking about 25 and under. All right. I would be shooting myself in the foot if I said I'm absolutely going to Excalibur. Well, you're going to try all these other brands first, aren't you? Why would you pigeonhole yourself? Why not go try all these other brands? That would be the wrong conclusion, the wrong decision. And for the same reason, I'm going to say that the folks, the 12% who said, nope, not going with my same brand. Unless you're talking about the Cotabos that are out of business, because you're not going back to a Cotabo. You're not going to buy a brand new Cotabo. Not right now, anyway. And you're not going to buy a brand new Parker, right? We, we all know that. But if you're saying, absolutely not, I'm not going to the same brand. Maybe you're saying, I had this Killer Instinct and it was junk and I don't like it and I'm not going back to Killer Instinct. Well, that's fine. I get that. But how much time has passed since the last time that you looked at that manufacturer's crossbows? Don't rule it out. If I had a bad experience with my crossbow over a period of four or five years, really struggled with it, that doesn't necessarily mean that I wouldn't go try that same manufacturer again and see if their newer models have improved. Let's go back to Excalibur as an example. If three years ago, you bought a micro-limbed Excalibur and the limbs broke on it and you got new limbs from Excalibur and you shot that and the limbs broke on it and you got new limbs for your Excalibur and you shot it and the limbs broke on it over and over and over and three times. And there's people who have three, the experience of shooting their micros and breaking limbs on three consecutive sets of limbs. That, that does happen, unfortunately. That tells me there's a problem somewhere in the manufacturing process. Because you can't have that much user error where we're just blaming it on the user. That's just not realistic. So if you've got that sort of issue going on, I think over time Excalibur is going to figure that out. They're going to correct that problem. I personally don't have any data to back this up because they don't give you that data. But I would personally feel comfortable today going out and purchasing a micro-limbed Excalibur crossbow if I found the features on that crossbow to be suitable, if that's the crossbow for me, if it feels right, if it shoots good, has consistent accuracy, I would, in a minute, feel comfortable today purchasing the micro-limbed crossbow from Excalibur, despite all the problems they've had in the past. And if I were one of the people in this 12% who had shot a micro before, had a series of broken limbs and bad experiences and disappointments, that doesn't necessarily mean that I would cross Excalibur off the list forever. A modern micro-limbed Excalibur might serve your purpose. So to me, that's the wrong answer. I think you almost have to be 
rationally, okay, rationally speaking, the best answer here, and maybe it's not correct or wrong, maybe a, a better answer is the best answer, the better answer is maybe, but I'd like to try some others first. I wouldn't rule Excalibur out, but I want to try some others first and see if there's one in the modern market that is more suitable for me. And I think that's really the best place to be, isn't it? Isn't that the, the best place to be? Give yourself all those options. Let's look at some comments. We're going to look at some comments and see if they give us some details on why that's a good plan. Head to Tail Barbecue and Cooking says, Considering different options and doing research into them is only smart to me. It gives you some information to think and digest, and then you can decide which options will fit your hunting style and needs. Well, what more do you want than that, right? That's great strategy. That's giving yourself, that's giving you the most options. You're the consumer. You want the most options. You want the most bang for your buck. Dennis Glock says, sometimes manufacturers don't keep up with innovations. It doesn't hurt to check out something new. I think that is a very good comment. And I'll say one thing about that too. I'll go a step further. If you automatically go back to the same manufacturer every, every time without looking at other things in the market at that time, at the, the more modern things in that current market, without looking at the current market as a whole, you're doing the entire crossbow market a disservice because you are basing your decision on something that isn't logical. You're basing your decision on a reputation, not on the quality of the current product. You are, as a result, you're kind of subsidizing substandard equipment. If you go back to the same manufacturer every time, what motivation do they have to create a better product? If they know that you're just coming back to them because it's got the logo on it, they could sell you junk. Eventually, you got to hold them to a higher standard and say, look, it's been 11 years. What you got for me now? That's what I want to know. What have you done for me lately? What can you offer me now? What features, what technology do I get for my money now? And I want the most for my money out of whatever manufacturer is out there. That is the criteria that you use to move the market forward. If we do that, then all the manufacturers have to compete for your dollar. That's how a free market works. If they got to compete for our dollar, they do that by putting out a superior product. If you're just going to buy another one because of the logo that's on it, well, then all they got to do is sell you the logo. John Jensen says, Excalibur has treated me with the utmost respect over the last years. The products they are they make are of high, very high quality. I will be sticking with them, but I'm sure there are other or very, uh, I'm sure there are other very fine crossbow companies. Good luck on your quest finding a new crossbow. Well, thank you for the best wishes. I do appreciate that. There are responses to that one where crossbow in Africa has indicated Excalibur for life, which again, that's great if they're working for you, but what if Excalibur, what if you try out and you get your new Excalibur and you're selling yourself short? There was another crossbow there that could have suited you better. And then Breathe and Squeeze, a common friend of Bungie commenter here on the YouTube channel, says, in just what ways have they treated you with utmost respect? That's interesting. That's the sort of the customer service conversation that I wanted to have a little bit. And I said I was going to talk about briefly. 
I suspect he's saying they've treated me with utmost respect because I've had interactions with their customer service. That is something we should expect. We should insist upon. They should be able to stand behind their product, help you get the most out of their product. Answering questions, very important. If, on the other hand, you've had to deal with their customer service over and over and over again because of broken limbs, that should be a negative, not a positive. <laughs> like, I don't care how well they treated you. If their product is not performing, it doesn't matter how nice they are. I'm not going to buy a crossbow from a really nice guy if it's not a good crossbow. And that's the conversation you need to have with yourself. I don't think you get, you know, if, if there's an inferior product, and this goes for every manufacturer, I don't care how good really or bad their customer services. I care about how good the product is first and foremost. Paul Kowalczyk says, when I'm ready to buy, it I'm doing a voice here and I shouldn't do a voice. When I'm ready to buy, it depends on what my current brand is producing versus the other brands. I'll be looking for quality over gimmicks. Wow, do I like that comment. When I hear about quality over gimmicks, that screams Excalibur twin strike to me. I I don't know that that's a gimmick. The market will tell us if that's a gimmick. People will reward Excalibur for making that double arrow shooting crossbow, the double barrel crossbow, by buying it. And if they buy it, they'll keep making it. And if they don't buy it, they won't keep making it. That's just how it's going to work. That's how a market should work. I think that's fantastic. But I really like the sentiment behind this comment, which is it depends on what the current brand is producing versus the other brands. When I look at Excalibur, they're a little bit light on power right now. Okay. They got a 285 draw weight, maybe a 305, even a 325 pound draw weight, I think. But you have this tremendous draw weight producing around 400 up to 440 feet per second. Now, the 420 feet per second, I think the 440 feet per second is done with matrix size limbs that are 30 inches in width. I'm not going to purchase one of those crossbows. That's too big for me. I've already discussed that. So what can you do for me at 25 inches wide? And I think we're limited to 400 feet per second. But when you look at it and do the math, that 400 feet per second is with a 350 grain arrow, which they don't, which nobody's going to hunt with. If you buy a pro flight arrow that is equipped with aluminoc, which is what I think a lot of guys really want, and I do. I know that they're a very popular thing, but I really like a lighted knock. And a lighted knock added to your arrow you're up to, all, all of a sudden, 261 grains. So you put 100 grain broadhead on it, you're now up to 361 grains. That's with, them, that's with you using what the manufacturer sold you, right? Pro flight arrows, 16 and a half inches, 100 grain broadhead. You're starting out at 361 grains, not 350. So right off the shelf, your crossbow does not shoot 400 feet per second you're going to lose a little bit because of that extra 11 grains or what have you. A little bit. We're going to be at 390 something, right? We're not going to be at 400. And if you put 150 grain broadhead on it, all of a sudden now we're down to 385 feet per second, or some folks are telling me 378 feet per second, that sort of thing. Well, if my crossbow, that was it's supposed to shoot 400 feet per second, that's what I paid for. I paid for 400 feet per second. And even with 285 pound or higher draw weight, we're already down to 378 feet per second or 380 feet per second or something. 
you're not sell, you're not giving me what I paid for. So that's a question, right? That's something that as an Excalibur fan, I am an Excalibur fan. I love the Excalibur brand. I really do. Obviously, I do, right? I mean, I hunted with the same crossbow for 11 years. You, you, that's without question. You can't question my love of Excalibur. You can't. But when I look at the modern Excaliburs and the, the catalog they offer now, you know, I'm under 400 feet per second right out of the gate, no matter what I do. Because with a Luminoc, I'm under 400 feet per second. So I effectively cannot buy an Excalibur that shoots 400 feet per second. To some extent, speed's just a number. Let's not get hung up on that. That's not the most important thing here, but it's a factor. It's something that I'm thinking about. One of the reasons I want to upgrade is because I want to get away from the 300 feet per second, right? I want it something faster. I could go to 350, but they were selling 350 feet per second crossbows 10 years ago when I bought my crossbow. So I want a more modern speed. A more modern speed is going to be 400 feet per second. And I've said from the beginning, I'm looking between 350 and 450. Those are the only crossbows that I'm really looking at. That's the range that I am interested in. I'd like to be around 400 feet per second. I really think that's an improvement. Jumping up 100 feet per second over the course of a decade, that's a good improvement. Excalibur pretty much can't get me there. Think about that. I think that that is the sort of discussion that we as crossbow hunters should be having with ourselves when we consider upgrading. Not, you know, I really like the Excalibur logo. That's not relevant to whether or not you're going to succeed in the woods or not. Last comment I'm going to leave you with here because this is running pretty long here and I don't want to keep you all day. But uh, We Catch Fish says, I have the Sniper 370 by Centerpoint. It's a good bow to get you into crossbow hunting as you can get a package that gets you hunting for 300 bucks. But like everything else, once you get into a sport, you like to upgrade to something better. Here are what I liked about this comment was the replies that he got. And that was, I have been using my Sniper 370 since 2016. No plans to replace it anytime soon. This is the Amish Sasquatch commenting. It's fast, accurate, and inexpensive. That sort of makes it perfect, no? And another response from Derek Palmisano. I couldn't agree more. I am on my third and I love it. I have tried the mission and Raven and others. I feel for the price you are getting the same, honestly. I hear a lot about the center point crossbows. People that urge me to try them. I am not really looking at center point as an option, but they are on the list to try. And believe it or not, I have a friend who has the center point. I think it is the 370. And he is going to bring that to my house. And we are going to shoot that in the backyard. So I'll have an opportunity to get my hands on that crossbow and see what it can do for me. See what it can do in the kingdom of Bungie. We're going to find out, aren't we? So that's where I'm going to leave you. I am. That's just sort of a look ahead at what's coming up down the road. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you got something out of this. And I know I'm rambling on here. I do like this opportunity to sort of go into greater detail and talk about more things than what I would do in a YouTube video, for example. The next YouTube videos coming up, if all goes according to Hoyley, uh, will focus on the narrowing down the list of the potential crossbows to go out and try. I will eventually publish information on this podcast probably before before I do the YouTube videos about the great Death by Bungie crossbow triathlon. 
<laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. I made that up with Genevieve and I. We're driving around the car. We have actually tried a number of brands already. I'm going to let you in on that little Death by Bungie secret. We've tried a number of brands. I have a lot of feedback coming for, for you in future videos and future podcasts. Genevieve and I did podcasts on each individual brand that we tried out. And you'll get a taste of that down the road. So Genevieve will be back on Talking with Bungie. Thanks again. Until next time, all hail Bungie. Mm -hmm.